Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now for our story. It was late afternoon at the Calvert house and Miss Thorndyke, the nurse who was caring for Ben's little grandson, sat by the child's pram while the baby contentedly drank his bottle. This big pretentious house. Ever since I've been here, I've, I've felt that something was wrong. Of course, Mrs. Mead's trouble with her husband has a lot to do with it, I suppose. But even so, the way she treats Mrs. Calvert and then the way Mr. Calvert acts so often. Seems as if nobody ever has a pleasant word to say to anyone. Besides, even if she is getting divorced, Mrs. Mead should take more interest in her son. She... She doesn't seem to have the least bit of affection for him. Why, even that Mrs. Fenner, her friend who was here just now, showed more feeling for the little fellow than his own mother ever has. Mrs. Fenner seemed nice. I wonder what she could have in common with Mrs. Mead. Personally, I don't see why you've come, Lisa. Kit Mead, I've come to take my son away. Lisa, you don't know what you're saying. You haven't thought it through. Yes, I have, Kit. It's all I have thought about for months. Well, then you haven't been very logical. If you had, you'd see how foolish your idea is. You're overwrought, tired. You've let yourself get all muddled and mixed up. Now, why don't we talk the thing over calmly? But I don't feel calm about it. Look, Lisa. Don't you see that if you were to take the child away now, then everything you wanted for it originally would be lost? Remember when you made up your mind, decided to give him to me? Oh, yes, kid, I remember very well. You wanted a good home for your child. You wanted him to have security, the things you couldn't give him if you were alone. I know, but... You knew that if you were alone, working to support him, he wouldn't have the care he needed. Lisa, those things are just as true now as they were before in Malibu. You are alone. You, you would have to work to support the baby. You couldn't give him the proper care. Oh, but everything isn't the same now, Kit. And besides, I see things differently. I was wrong before. No. No, I don't think you were. Your reasons were very good ones then. They still are. Oh, no, no. No matter what you say, it's not true. I'm not clever like you, Kit. You and Paul. I know what you both think of me. What you thought of me then in California. You used to laugh at me. Silly little Lisa, I know. I had a dream about it once. Well, maybe dreams do mean something. Because I should have known then what was going to happen. But I kept wanting to believe you, you and Paul, with his promises, his talk about marriage. If I hadn't Wait, been so Lisa. I admit I knew that Paul had no intention of marrying you. But that, after all, was your problem. Something for you and Paul to settle. If Paul broke his bargain with you, it has nothing to do with me. Oh, but it has, Kit. You told Paul you'd marry him. Yes, I did. But that has nothing to do with us, Lisa, with you and me. Remember, I told you I never intended to marry Paul. So I kept my bargain with you. Oh, Kit, how can you say that? 
The things you've done. And what have I done, actually? When we talked at Malibu, I told you about my marriage. I told you the truth then. I told you that my marriage was failing and that the child would restore it. I meant that. I did want to make a go of my marriage with Bill, and if I failed, it wasn't because I didn't try. You told me my baby would have a normal, happy home. And he has. Surely, Lisa, you aren't saying I haven't taken good care of the child. Oh, no, but... And remember, I would have had my own baby. My very own, if it weren't for you. Oh, yes. Yes, I know. Surely I needn't remind you of the evening we quarreled because you were jealous of my friendship with Paul. And to put your mind at rest, to reassure you, I went rushing out to find Paul so that he would... That's enough, Kit. I remember. You needn't bring it all back again. It was my fault you had the accident that night. I know that. But it was an accident, Kit. It might have happened in some other way. But it didn't happen in some other way, Lisa. It happened because of you. Do you deny it? No. No, I don't deny it. But the price is too much. The baby's all I have now. He's mine. I wonder if he is, Lisa. I took him because you didn't want him. You gave him up. Oh, I shouldn't have. It was a mistake. You were in love with Paul. That was more important to you at the time than anything else. Oh, I admit I was in love with Paul. And you gave up the baby on the chance that Paul would marry you. Oh, I didn't know what to do. I was lonely and frightened. You told me if I didn't give you the baby, you'd, you'd take Paul. I was afraid. Afraid I couldn't give the baby a good home. Yes, Lisa. Exactly. And the baby has a good home now. He's mine now. No. Think of this, Lisa. Is it the accident of birth which makes the child yours? Or is it the fact of giving the child what he needs, the care, the, the worry, the willingness to sacrifice yourself that really matters? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You have so many words, Kit. You make everything sound right for you. I only know I want my baby. You say you want your baby. Are you sure, Lisa, that you're thinking of the child's welfare? He's mine. I love him. Perhaps you do. Although I wonder how your feeling compares with mine. You who saw him for the first time today for a few minutes. And I who've had him since he left the hospital a few days after he was born. Oh, but you couldn't love him as I do. I loved him before he was born. I remember how I used to dream about him. Planned for him those last months at Malibu. He was mine then. Yes. Just as my baby, the one I lost because of you, Lisa, was mine. You keep reminding me of that. You will let me forget. Why should you forget? I think, Lisa, that you don't like to face reality. You, you want to escape, but you can't escape. You're not a child snatching back a plaything. You're a woman, a woman who must face the consequences of what she's done. But what have I done? I've committed no crime. I believe you have. You made a choice, Lisa. You chose between your child and the man you loved. The child lost. <laughs> when you say it like that, you make me feel as if I'd abandoned my baby. I didn't mean to. I only Isn't it the truth? Nobody forced you, Lisa. You made your decision quite by yourself. Perhaps you've forgotten now. But you see, I haven't. Even if you're right. Even if everything you say is true. It can't be too late. I can make it up. No, Lisa. No, if you'll try, you'll only commit another injustice. Surely you can see that. You gave up your child in order to keep the man you loved. Now, because you gambled and lost, you want to go back? No, I don't want to go back. 
I only want to take my baby, make a life for him. But can't you see how childish that is, Lisa? How unfair it is to the baby. But I'm his mother. He belongs with me. He belongs where he'll have the care he should have. The security he should have. He'll grow up in this house, have the best of everything. My father's setting up a trust fund for him right now. He'll go to the best schools, the best colleges, grow up to be someone. What can you offer him that compares with that? Well, I could support him somehow. I could work. And leave him in the care of a landlady in some miserable furnished rooming house while you were at work? When you compare the two ways of living, Lisa, do you honestly believe that what you offer that child would be better than what I have to offer him? Oh, I don't know. It's so hard. When I came here, I was so sure. And now everything you say sounds right. I want my baby to be happy. To have what he should have. A good life. To grow up in security. Yes, Lisa, you do. And if that's what you want... Perhaps you must pay for it somehow. Even if you pay for it in loneliness. Lisa, can't you see that I'm right? That the best thing you can do is leave the child here. With me. Lisa Fenner couldn't answer. She'd been so determined when she went to see Kit. So certain she was doing the right thing. But Kit was so glib, so convincing. Even her falsehoods sounded truthful as she spoke them. Lisa couldn't compete with her in words. She was too simple, too honest. But I wonder, kid, if Lisa will allow herself to be tricked by you again. I wonder if she'll give in to you, let you keep the baby son for whom she has gone through so much misery and unhappiness. Keep the baby boy for whom you, Kit, actually have no love at all. 